going on, everybody? What is a narcissist? Many people have been hearing that word and we've grown up with that word and it's been something. A narcissist basically is a person who has an excessive interest in or admiration of themselves. And some of the traits of a narcissist, they're very arrogant, a lack of empathy and adoration for people. They're manipulative, cocky, patronizing and demanding. Well, I was involved in a relationship to where I was a victim of a narcissist. Me and the narcissist met via a dating app in 2014. At this time, American Horror Story Freak Show was booming. It had really just started in the in the season and it was just too good to be true. And I loved this person with all I had. So we met our first date. I went to their place and we went to a restaurant and they bought my food. And because I had just been in an accident and was waiting to get my car fixed and finding a place where I would be able to fix my car and they actually helped me make sure that my bumper was set so it wouldn't be dragging the ground or hitting my tires so I wouldn't blow a tire out. And I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And we dated everything seemed so good they were giving me the world giving me the world and treating me like the royalty that I am mind you I was still figuring out who I was as a person living my life and preparing to move out of state and things began to go well things were soaring things were growing well one of the major concerns I did have was because of our religious beliefs the narcissist was a Rastafarian I was an interfaith Christian so we still and we were both Pisces we both found out that we were HIV positive and we had similar interests however as the relationship went on I found out some things. There were some red flags that I chose to ignore, but there were things I learned about this person. And this is how I knew, no, 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 that they were a narcissist. This person had hit a rough patch during our relationship. They were had lost their job and was on the brink of losing their apartment. And I asked, I said, well, have you talked to agencies about getting you assistance? Have you talked to anyone about helping you? What about your family? And the narcissist said, 
oh, my family doesn't help me like that. But I'm going to find a will and a way. Okay. So I left everything along. And a couple of weeks later, they came to me and asked me, babe, can I borrow $550? I said, I don't really have it right now. That's because I had to take some care, take care of some things of my own. You know, I had to take care of my life. And I said, okay, I understand if you don't have it, you know. But they still poked and prodded me to help them. And it was at this moment that I realized something was off. And I refused to call that something was off because I was so gung-ho in love. So I asked them, I said, well, how far are you behind? They said, oh, I'm a couple of months behind. Well, what I didn't know was at the time, the narcissist hadn't been working all this time and they blamed it on a sickness. They blamed it on different things instead of taking the blame for themselves that, you know, maybe just maybe things weren't like they were telling me. But nevertheless, me being the loving person that I am, I stood by this person. I really stood by this person. I said, well, I'm not going to let this person go. But everyone was telling me, girl, you might want to be careful because something ain't right. This was something I had to learn on my own. Throughout the course of our relationship, I was always the one giving, giving, giving. Since our birthdays were 14 days apart, granted me being a few years older, the narcissist and I would go shopping and I would let them know I'm on a budget. And they would get mad when they saw something that they wanted. But I'm like, well, maybe we can get it next time. Or, you know, maybe if you come into some money, we can get it. Because I still had my bills to pay, but I wanted to treat myself sometimes, you know. And one thing that stood out to me, I was always supporting them. But when it came time for me to give performances or to go to a ball, they would never come to the ball. And they would always say, oh, I don't hang around with ballroom kids. I'm too good for them. And that really did something to me because the person you're dating is a ballroom kid. They're actively involved in it. And it hurt me to my core. Nevertheless, through my friends telling me that they didn't like this person because they had such a nasty aura about them, I still stayed with the person. One incident that really got to me was we were with my godbrother and we were um, visiting the DMV, D.C. area for an event. And they said, you know, babe, I wouldn't say we're in a committed relationship. We're still getting to know each other. And my face fell because I had strictly been told it's just you and me. We're committed to each other. And I noticed that they were eyeballing my god brother, but my god brother texted me and told me I don't feel comfortable around your boy about around the narcissist because I don't trust them at all. I said, okay. And we talked. And I felt like 
they were close to being done, but I still held on and I changed myself to keep this person around. And we kept dating, we kept dating. Not long after that, it was our birthday the next month. And we had been in an accident in my car and and really was my ex's fault because he drove my car and messed up the door and at like someone ran a stop sign or something and hit them while they were quote unquote seeing family to this day I don't know if that was true or not they never offered to pay for the damages or anything everything fell on me as usual so the next month we were celebrating our birthdays we went out of town because I had a week's vacation from work and they said well I'm going to go see my cousin right around the corner I said okay be careful and because the next morning we were going to get my headlight fixed the headlight had went out and they ended up getting pulled over and I got a phone call from Georgia police we were in Statesboro and the police called me babe the police is coming to get you I said what's going on I got pulled over because of your headlight but they checked my license my license is suspended and they're taking me to jail I said whoa 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 what so the police officer came and picked me up from our hotel and we get to the hotel and I get to him I said officer is there anything I need to do he was like no since this is your vehicle we're going to let you go on back to your hotel he said but make sure you get your headlight fixed so I see that you had some damage I said we're working on with the insurance to get that fixed it's taking them forever and the officer was very understanding but my ex ended up spending two weeks in jail the narcissist ended up spending two weeks in jail behind this so for the next six months five to six months it was a constant strain and during that period we were not having any type of intercourse or anything because they quote unquote was going on a spiritual cleansing I later found out that someone that was supposed to be a friend of mine and my ex the narcissist had been dating behind my back the same dating app that I met this ex on I would see them in the proximity of my area and they would let me know in advance, make up an elaborate lie like they were coming to see family and that they were going to be family, be with family and that they're going to see their cousin who was in college there and hang out with them. I said, well, stop by and see me if you can or if you want to meet somewhere, I'll see what family wants to do. Never got a phone call or anything. Then towards the end of our relationship my supposed to be friend said oh I met somebody with the same name as the person you're dating I said oh for real but they showed me a different picture and I knew the wording on that profile seemed too similar to my ex but I put it out of my mind because I know how some people do they try to catfish people so a couple of weeks later my ex and I had a big blow up about him going to court and the fact that they needed some money it wasn't much I had just changed jobs was waiting on a paycheck to come I was still in training 
And this ex says, well, I need about $300. I said, well, babe, I don't have it right now. I had to take care of my insurance. I had to take care of my car payment and stuff, you know, and I had to pay my bills and stuff, you know. I was like, can you talk to some of your family? Can you get help with somebody? You know, I can't help you right now. So I had a big blow up and they were already up in arms because I was transitioning at this point and researching about transitioning as far as gender wise. And I will never forget that same period during the summer we had went to an amusement park with my best friend. And they said to me, you would make an ugly woman. I don't see why you're transitioning for. I don't like trainees. And that's exactly what it said. And my best friend was like, whoa, you can't make this person stop what they're doing for them. Your job is to love them. And if you can't see that, then you need to move on. So that whole time at the amusement park, it was a big mess. A big mess, a big mess. And we went out to dinner afterwards and they made the comment, I would have seen days. And they said this to my best friend, that I would have broke the headboard with your best friend. I didn't say anything. I had felt so belittled. And during the six months period where we weren't having intercourse, it was always something. If I liked something, something was wrong with it. In order to have peace, I would have to change my tastes and likes. And I became a totally different person. I lost myself in this person. But in August of 2015, couple of months shy of our one year anniversary we had this big blow up about me not being able to take care of their court fees and they blamed me for their license being suspended and I told them that's not my fault that your license is suspended I have nothing to do with that that's all on you they said you know what this is not going to work One of the times that I said no in the relationship and it's not going to work. I felt that I was a balloon that had been deflated. All the air had been let out of every part of me. And they then went on to tell me, you know, I'm glad we're breaking up. I said, why is that? Because you're my anger and embarrassment. I said, oh. I said, I'm the one that held you down because you refused to get a job. I've been telling them for the longest. I said, if you need to get a job at a McDonald's or just something until you can find something that pays more. They said, oh, I'm too good for McDonald's. I'm too good for this. I'm too good for that. I said, okay, I'm not going to put up with this. You don't want to do better. And at that point in the relationship, we both had been cheating on each other. We both had been cheating and evidence came. However, we broke up and not long after the breakup, the narcissist began slandering my name. They were making fake Facebook profiles and sending me threats via text message. And it got so bad to the point to where I had to have people on the lookout for me when I went places because my ex knew the places that I frequented. But I will never forget that they made a fake profile saying, oh, watch out for this person. They burnt me. They gave me HIV. They a dirty hoe and enlisted the help of 
a pastor that I was under at the time. Not only that, but the person that I thought was my good Judy, was my best friend in the world, was a good friend to me. They were a part of it as well. And it really stemmed from because they were secretly dating behind my back. And they were a part of the whole demise. Mind you, the friend and I know stopped talking. I cut that person completely out of my life. I stopped going to the church with the leader, asked for my release. But it was still a constant war. My YouTube channel was sent out to various people, and my name was just in a ruckus. And I had to let people know if you get an if you get a friend's request from this profile, don't accept it. I have an ex that is out to get me, and they tore my name up. They sent out pictures that I had sent to them during the course of our relationship to kind of spice things up. And I was just so scared. And several people told me to go to law enforcement. And in February, because of the narcissist, me and a friend connection that I had went the shit. However, I wasn't upset. I was glad to be free of that drama because during the course of that relationship, I realized that I was stressed out, couldn't think properly, couldn't eat. I lost myself in this person and I was no longer me. The day after me and the narcissist broke up, my godmother and I met up. I told my godmother and the best friend, I said, my friend, we broke up. They first asked, was I okay? And then later on we talked and everyone was like, I'm so glad you left that person because they were no good for you. Even my, my best friend, one of my best friend's mom was like, child, you did not need that person because they were dragging you in the ground. Here you are giving your best to them and they were poo-pooing on you all this time. So for a while, my ex would follow me haphazardly, so to speak, on social media, even after I had blocked them and several other people that were involved in the mess. They would like my post and then unlike it, but it was too late. I already saw the profile and would block it and report it as spam. And even recently, a couple of months ago, this person showed up in my people you may know on Facebook. And instead of me blocking them, I just simply clicked removed. Because I wanted them to see that even though they may have hurt me, they may have trashed my name, you didn't stop me or block me. And that was a result of this experience. I was able to pin one of the best songs so far in my music career known as Sustaining. And that song is so dear to me because I deal with everything that I went through in that relationship. I'm in a process of healing still years later, going to therapy to deal with the trauma and all the hell that I've been through. But I'm sharing this to say this. If you're in a relationship with a narcissist, it's it's okay to get out, get therapy, and get help. And once you stay away from the narcissist, spend time focusing on you so that you can heal and become strong where you lost yourself in this narcissist. The narcissist almost took me out. I had a relapse back to cocaine during the course of this relationship. 
And I really wanted to end everything. However, I still made it through. And I'm still yet sustaining. Melanated Memoirs Melanated Memoirs can be found on Twitter at Melanated Memoir. Also, if you want to be a part of Melanated Memoirs to share your story, email me at melanatedmemoirspod at gmail.com. Check out Sustaining on iTunes, Spotify, and all digital music outlets. Love ya.